Hey guys, it's Tati. Welcome back to another episode of Tati's World Podcast, episode 19 here on the channel. Today we're going to be talking about Euphoria and my little commentary on the last episode of the season. So let's get into the topics. Let's get into some conversation. If you haven't been here before, hit that subscribe button and notification bell for notifications on the episodes and or videos from this channel. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tati's World Podcast. I wanted to get into my reactions and thoughts on the Euphoria season finale. Um, personally, I was crying for like an hour straight. It was very melancholy. It was very suspenseful. Um, there's a lot of emotions happening. A lot of grief going on in the characters. A lot of crazy like antics like it was a lot it was a lot in one episode i can't hold you and then a lot of people were complaining about the cutaways i don't mind it the storytelling to me is is unique and creative and we obviously see the cutaways from the reality of the play you know it has like actual zendaya playing rue and then it switches out to the the characters that were from the school um I didn't mind that. I didn't know if that was the cutaways we were talking about. I, I heard they were, like, upset with the fight scene, getting, like, mad different cutaways. But um, I was seeing that on Twitter, and, like, people were also, like, saying, like, they were... It was, like, lackluster of a season finale. Um, some people. And the rest of the world was probably going crazy, because I heard my next-door neighbors screaming, um, like in excitement for the episode I, I couldn't watch it on premiere night so i probably would have been screaming with them i watched it the next day in the morning and it was i was astounded by the production of course and there was a lot of like hits in there like a lot of hits points where i was crying so i was crying when when ashtray like like the whole scene from when, like, not the beginning of when, when Fesco's, like, figuring it out, but, like, that whole scene when he's, like, when he's, when Ashtray goes and stabs the dude in the neck, and Fez is, like, what the, like, Fez is going crazy, he's, like, damn, like, this is crazy, like, now we're really, the cops about to come, this is gonna be it, um, Ashtray's crying, knowing his brother's about to leave him, and he goes and gets all the guns, he sits in the bathtub, and starts, like, shooting, at the at the officers i'm not sure what's going on in this little kid's brain other than the fact that he basically put his brother in prison now because he was too like impulsive i'm not sure why he put, he put a death wish a death wish on himself um other than like i said he probably there's a lot of emotions he wanted to protect his family and i'm not justifying it i don't know why he couldn't just do what he said he would have been better off that way and he just didn't do it he just ends up getting shot and that scene was was horrific it was literally horrific it was horrific i it was terrible like and then the part where like they really roll by the grandmother in the in the bed still gets me because it's like i didn't even know she was still alive like i thought that she was gone by now and she's just sitting there and all this is happening in the house while she's you know so that's his story, bro. And while that's happening, Lexi's going on with her play. <laughs> and it's turning into a 
fiasco i don't like that word it's going it's coming it's going into like some it's just crazy basically like she comes back from nate breaking up with her and goes in on the play like she literally goes on stage and goes in on it and says like oh like poor lexi had to live in my shadow like it's just talking just talking and getting really upset the mom had to go on the stage and pretend like this was like a part of the play but this was like cassie's just going crazy and then she starts beating up the character who plays her maddie gets on stage saying like yo she needs to be put down this is this is not it like she needs to be put down everybody cheering her on like yes go maddie i was cheering her on like yes go maddie because she, this girl first of all needed to be beat like she needed a beating for real because i don't know what in her brain is allowing her to believe this is like okay she's going crazy out for a, a nigga like she's going crazy for a man like she's embarrassing herself on stage in front of the whole entire school already done that many times before and like embarrass herself but doing it on this scale come on now for a man that just broke up with you a, a tapped ass man like i don't get it it don't make no sense i need to you know beat some sense into her and she's still saying nate broke up with me before i even went on that stage maddie's like don't worry this is just the beginning boo like you've been seeing how he did me he, he did me dirty and you went after him you you love him you think you were in love like that's crazy that is tapped out of all things in the entire world tapped epitome of tapped insane nate must be putting something down like something crazy i don't know what it is wasn't his sauce Mm. broken people like i don't know women just be like to fix broken people i swear they know that he's broken and he's messed up but they still want to be there and love him and, and help him it doesn't make no sense to me but next person up is rue because shoddy is literally you know doing her thing she's staying clean she can't she looks she looks good you know um she's like she's doing better of course and i'm just happy for her character i'm happy for the fact that she says in the end that she was able to stay clean throughout the entire school year. jules comes over to her at the end of the play and is like i love you um I missed you. Da, 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 da. We know Rue. I mean, I don't know. Jules. I keep asking people. Some people said that Jules and Elliot did actually have sex, and some people say that they didn't. I mean, I don't know who some people. I'm saying they didn't because I remember thoroughly that to me they did not have sex. Like, and if they did, then they two raggedy ass people. That's what it is. Because how are y'all both staying in this girl's life and y'all did her dirty like that? I mean, unless you don't, unless you don't care then I slipped to her but she's you know she sits down she's like I love you you know I miss you and Rue couldn't really have any like anything to say to her she, she couldn't say nothing so she just kissed her on the forehead and walked away called it a day pretty pretty grown up for pretty I don't know I don't know what kind of conversation she was trying to have like I really don't understand what was gonna happen but you know at least she told her how she felt and she was heard that's good Um, Elliot and Rue, I guess they're not going to be friends. Um, I'm not really sure yet because Elliot literally sings a song in acapella form on a guitar for her in front of her, you know, in front of her in his, in his bedroom. And they're like, I don't know if we should still be friends because we, we've been said that we're not good for each other. But 
don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll be, you know, passing acquaintances now. You know, maybe she'll be able to handle him doing drugs. I mean, he did say he's still doing drugs, so I don't know. But that's a good thing for her. Um, we'll see how that ends up in the next season. Obviously, we know the season's probably coming. Someone told me 2024. It took a while for this season to be done, so I assume it's going to be that. That makes sense. People, people work, you know. People have other jobs. People are doing Spider-Man, like, people are doing other things, um, modeling, a lot of videos. I mean, I've been seeing, I've been going, every Sunday, Euphoria comes up on my YouTube algorithm, and they're doing a lot of, like, interviews and photo shoots and things like that, and it's cool. I haven't watched every single one of them at all, but it's cool that they do those things and they roll it out when it's time, but as you can see, people are busy, okay? And it takes time to make good art. So let people flourish and let the stories be told, you know? Um, I, what else? What other characters? We got Elliot. So think he's a weird. I don't know. He's not a weirdo. I I I love Dominic. Like he's he's fine. He's cute. Um, I believe in real life Hunter and Dominic are together. So on camera chemistry, off camera chemistry. We love to see it. Maddie, we got like a little bit of a closing. Like I really felt bad for her in the last episode when she was crying and saying like he really took my best friend. Like, he 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 hurt me this much and he took my best friend. Like this is crazy. So I did feel bad for her as a character. Cat really doesn't get really a, much of a an ending. I don't think we need to have any closure for her character. I think her character is pretty chill. Like there's not much. We know Ethan did his thing, obviously on the on the um, play. People were like, "Why did Cat give up on like you know give up on Ethan? Ethan's badass." But eh. I guess Cat like was looking in amazement too because she didn't know he had Adam. But it was a good play. I love the play. I loved. The last episode and this episode was fire, um, and they put it came together so so sw sw swimmingly. It came together what swimmingly? Is that how I want to say? I guess so. It came in. It came together swimmingly. Um, oh my goodness! The last two characters to talk about. I forgot about them. Cal and Nate. Nate ends up going to his dad's company you know the warehouse of where he lives and bringing a gun i'm thinking he's about to shoot his dad i'm sitting there like wow he about to kill his father like wow he about to pull a, he about to pull a, a pull a, you know a tyreek on him like a tyreek on ghost like that's crazy then he gets to the place he's a bunch of you know he sees a bunch of people there you know what i'm saying he don't care. He gonna tell his story regardless. So he was just over here crying, talking about, I saw all my dad's tapes, and he, I, I thought of him messing with me in my dreams. The cows are y'all. Y'all gotta go. <laughs> I have to talk to my son real quick, because this is crazy. And he, you know, he, he also, Nate mentions how he's upset that his father's happier, and he left his, you know, his family in shambles when it came to, like, the trauma that Nate goes through because of what he saw when he was growing up, the secrets he had to keep for his father, how he looked at his father growing up. It's awesome to me looking like, not that he really wanted to mess with his father, but like, 
a, a messed up kid um meet the meet the johnsons type messed up kid um because of what he saw as a child and it's not any of his fault it's all cal's fault so i guess you know he did say i want revenge and he the best revenge i guess to him wasn't killing him that would be too easy i suppose the best revenge is him going behind bars to me though even when he turned him in he, he called the cops he has the the tapes all on usb we all thought that he only had that little tape that little uh, cd that he, he gave to to Jules, but no he just he had the usb with him and the cops came cal was under arrest and while nate's leaving the door um i, I watched a video prior to to watching the season and just for the imagery portion of this that section it was they say that he they play a song when it's red like it's like more it's more angry emotions and when it's when it's blue it's more sad and melancholy or neutral kind of emotion in the euphoria series um and they give Nate his own song and stuff, and you can go into that. I'll probably put the link to the video on, in the description box, but the the flashing lights between red and blue on the door and on his face while he's leaving, and he's looking at his dad, and, and I see his eyes watering, and it's like, I don't know if he's, like, more happy that now his dad's gone and that he has his so-called revenge, or he's like, dang, like, now my dad's really gone, and there's really nothing that made him feel any better, like... I don't think he's like content in that scene in that scene at all it's like super indifferent and conflicting emotions i wouldn't know i wouldn't think that nate thought that through or like he probably didn't think it through but he's crazy he's tough he done brought the gun to come make <laughs> to have to have maddie like give him the cd back that was crazy too i don't know what this man lot wants and if he even loves anyone or cares for anyone it's kind of given sociopathic psychopathic energy um at least he ain't killed nobody yet i don't think imagine it starts turning into people killing each other i don't know what they're gonna do in season two for real i really don't but i wanted to say that yeah that's it i mean cal goes to jail nate goes home avenges his family i guess by putting his dad in jail and that was the end of that. I think we ended off just with, you know, Rue saying that she was going to be clean the rest of the year. And, yeah, I just do want to go into some of the um, commentary that the the actors themselves had for the season finale. So let's get into that as well. The poetry of life and what it all means and why she's here. None of it really clicks until literally the last episode. Lexi's play is the thing that finally allows Rue to see herself as just a human being who's been through a lot. We are not our worst moments. So what are the limits of storytelling and how can we tell these stories with these characters? Hey, whispering, whispering. Still all this chaos. Congratulations, Lexi! Lex, you really outdid yourself. Oh, shit. Lex, he's so paranoid of hurting people's feelings or saying too much or offending people, and then in the end. Stop, stop, stop. 
I should stop? I'm not the one putting on a play to humiliate and embarrass you. Oh, really? I don't think Lexi's expecting Cassie to have that big of a reaction, but yeah. You always see yourself different than how other people see you. Cassie is already an insecure girl. And so seeing this character portrayed to her just adds another layer to the self-doubt that she carries. Cassie and Maddie have their breakup, and Maddie chooses to not get violent. But then the play comes around, and Cassie is acting insane. Oh, this bitch needs to be put down. Maddie, no! Maddie, no! And Maddie does choose to get violent with her. I thought that we were achieving greatness with Cassie, and then she just gets knocked back down again. Truth or dare? <laughs> Truth. Do you think we can still be friends? You know, you're the one who said we weren't any good for each other. Can I tell you something? Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I'll go over and I'll shoot some stuff. And then when I have a break, I'll go over and hang out with Lab because he has a studio now on the lot. So I'm hanging out with him. He's finding new sounds to complement every emotion that we go through in the show. Me and Zendaya were actually sitting in each other's kind of spiritual energy and space. And we're getting to inspire each other to make something fresh. Sam just came up to me and was like, yo, I was thinking like you play the guitar in this and like you sing a song. It's to Rue, but not really about Rue, but it like is about Rue, but it's like a surreal moment, but it's not. And I'm like, you just made this decision? Uh. Cal's unraveling at the seams. He's a guy who's out there living his truth and experiencing everything he stopped himself from experiencing because he had this very sort of rigid set of family values and rules that he lived by. You happy? I'm figuring it out. And I think Cal at that point just kind of says, fuck it. I'm gonna be me. You don't get to ruin our lives and just move on. In that moment, Nate has exhausted all of his options and he doesn't have an answer to why he feels the way he feels. For the longest time, I had this recurring nightmare over and over. The great point to me in that scene is the moment that Cal just immediately sobers. Nate comes to him with some real stuff and shows some real vulnerability, and I think that touches Cal. I spent my whole life trying to protect you. And instead of loving me, you fucking hated me for it. I'm not proud of the person I've been. I don't think you're ever gonna change. Nate. I really got to talk to you about something. Faye is kind of like that missing piece that Ash and Fez never knew that they needed. The way that he treats Faye really shows like another side of him. He genuinely wants to be a good, loving person, but it's the situation that we're in sometimes. That's why I wanted to save Fez. And because Custer was a bitch. 
Life deals you the hand you, you have to play. And sometimes good people are forced to do bad things. Fesco has a strong sense of his morals and he feels responsible to take care of Ashtray, you know, as his little brother. Sorry, bro, but we had to make it look like you ain't do this. When Fesco hits Ashtray, he's just trying to protect the kid where he takes the fall for everything to give his little brother that, that chance at life that he didn't really have. Listen to me, I did this shit, not you. <laughs> Shooting the SWAT scene was super interesting. It felt very real. There were a couple times where it was like kind of scary, and I was like, oh, like I'm just gonna be like actually scared in this moment. There's an enormous amount of precautions that go into it. Please don't shoot! All of these things to ensure that we're all doing it in a safe way, but that still allow us to do the work. It was hectic. They had the dust falling on our heads. It was crazy. It felt real. At one point, I turned around and they had the guns pointed at me. I'm like, oh, smokes. <laughs> Those are sad days because we, we really close. Devon, that's like my little bro in real life. That's my bro. That's fam. Even though he couldn't be here with us tonight, this one's for you. I think having a sweet moment and walking away from Jules, not in a place of anger or resentment, but in of like respect and love, shows that she's choosing herself, choosing to take the steps that she needs to get better. Relationships move in terms of ebbing and flowing, and then needs change, and that causes people to fade away from each other. And that's the reality of loving people. And the memory is still like a gift. Jules was my first love. At least that's how it felt. I'd like to remember it that way. And ultimately, that's what makes life beautiful. The messiness and the, the faux pas and the mistakes and the things you say that you shouldn't have said. Like, that's what makes life worth living. My hope for the audience after episode eight is that they feel like they've been through it with these characters and that they love them all despite their faults and, and flaws and that they're excited about what happens next. I want to thank you guys so much for watching the episode. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you subscribe, comment, and share the video with anyone you think would love to you know, see content like this. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace out. Blast off.